What's up, you guys? I'm Andrea. And I'm Haley. And you're listening to Inhuman, a true crime podcast. Um, before we get started today, um, or with today's case, I wanted to quickly share another case that has currently been brought to my attention, yet is getting little to no media coverage, despite it being um, a young girl. And that little girl is Madalena Kojakari, and she was last seen on surveillance video getting off her school bus outside of her home in Cornelius, North Carolina. And that was on November 21st of 2022. She has not been seen since that day. However, she was also not reported missing for three weeks. Why? I don't know. It's very fishy. The the details, I'm going to go over it a little bit. Um, Okay. Not in great detail, but I am going to give you the example that her parents gave police. So, according to a newly released police report, uh, Madalena's mother and stepfather were fighting in their Cornelius home when she went missing. And her mother later told police that she initially didn't tell anyone anyone her daughter was missing because she was afraid of a conflict with her husband. Okay. So, the morning Madalena's mother noticed she was missing, which allegedly was November 23rd, her stepfather had just randomly driven to a family home in Michigan. Okay. Now, they do have ties to Michigan. Um, Public record did show that her stepfather had multiple addresses in Michigan before moving to the Charlotte, North Carolina area. But still, the timing is kind of interesting. Yeah, definitely, like, not a coincidence. I mean, maybe, but it feels like not. So, according to the police, both parents are adamant that they do not know where Madalena could be. Um, Madalena's mother told police officers that she waited several days before so she could ask her husband because he was out of town. And then he didn't know where uh, Madalena was. And then he, in turn, asked her, where do you think she could be? Okay, but this is a child. (laughs) So everyone's like, I don't know. Like, what do you think? I don't know. Where do you think she could be? It's like, what? It's not like she's like a teenager that maybe like wants to hang out with her friends. Yeah. Like this is a child. They don't just like survive on their own. Like, no, not at all. No, I know. So Madalena's school is actually what kind of kickstarted this whole case getting started essentially because they noticed that Madalena had been missing a lot of days of school so they the when she was last seen it was right before Thanksgiving break and then once they came back to school she was out for like two weeks with no excuse no one calling the school Um, so they did reach out to Madalena's mother and they pretty much demanded I guess to have a meeting with her And she told them, I don't know where my daughter is. Okay. (laughs) So basically they were 
they were the reason she decided to notify police because she was backed into a corner essentially that's how i'm looking at it anyway yeah so police have since searched madalena's home but they have not found any information leading to her whereabouts plus they've been pretty open with the fact that what information they do have they are not sharing they are keeping it close to the vest because she's 11 years old she's a missing child and she's been missing for way too many weeks because you know the first 48 is always the most important right so madalena's stepfather 60 year old christopher palmeter and her mother diana kojakari who is 37 have since been arrested and are being charged with failure to report a missing child which is a felony in north carolina okay good which it should be a felony everywhere yeah (laughs) I hate when I see that. I'm like, felony in North Carolina. Well, what about the other 49 states? So, Madalena was last seen wearing jeans, pink, purple, and white Adidas shoes, and a white t-shirt and jacket. If you have any information about this little girl, please call the Cornelius Police Department at 704-892-7773. Or the FBI at 1-800-CALL-FBI. You can also rename, uh, rename, remain anonymous by calling North Mecklenburg Crime Stoppers at 704-896-7867. Okay. So that's a little update on that. Um, I know that uh, the Voices of Voices of Justice podcast covered this case in more detail. Um, if you want to go take a listen to it, um, that's actually where I learned about Madalena even being missing. Yeah. Um, cause I, and I live in South Carolina. I mean, it's just one little state over and I haven't even heard of yeah, this. Yeah. And again, so. a child, like mm-hmm. this is a baby yeah. girl. Why are we not hearing about this? I don't know. It's, it's insane. But if you have any information, please contact any of those resources, yeah. um, Every small tip is a tip, so please help this little girl come home one way or the other. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to be talking about today another disappearance, um, but this is the disappearance of Abby Lynn Patterson. I don't think I know this one. I didn't know it either, and it was actually suggested by one of our listeners, um, but they did not leave their name, but hey, girl, or hey, boy, thanks. Um <laughs> For bringing this to our attention because again this is a north carolina case and i've never heard of it yeah so okay according to the fbi website abby lynn patterson was last seen on tuesday september 5th of 2017. she left her home on east 9th street in lumberton north carolina and was seen getting into a brown buick Abby has not been seen since that day and has not had any contact with her family or friends. Abby was 20 years old when she went missing in 2017. She was born on February 15, 1997 to her mother, Samantha Lovett, whom she has always been very close with. They were in contact every single day. Those that knew Abby would describe her as a bright light and a free spirit. She had an infectious personality and a bright future. Mm-hmm. Before Abby went missing, she had gone through a sort of rough patch 
but she seemed to be getting her life back on track. Okay. Just days before she vanished, Abby had completed a drug rehabilitation program in Florida for a heroin addiction that she had been battling. And she had actually only been back in North Carolina for just a few days. Oh, okay. So the morning Abby went missing, she had left her grandmother's house in Lumberton around 11.30 a.m. Abby texted her mother, Samantha, saying she would be gone for about an hour. She was hanging out with an old high school friend, and they were going to run some errands. So she was she had actually lived in Lumberton prior to her... Um, rehabilitation in florida so she was just coming like back home okay. essentially so she had you know connections with people right back there so when the hour had come and gone and samantha had not heard from her daughter she began calling abby's cell phone repeatedly but her calls were going straight to voicemail <sighs> when abby wasn't home by 6 p.m samantha called the lumberton police department and reported her missing and Samantha has never heard from her daughter again. Oh, that's so scary. I know. An eyewitness stated they had seen Abby leave her grandmother's house and walk towards Inglewood Street where she got into an older model brown Buick that was parked on the side of the street. Investigators were able to track down the driver of that Buick and he told detectives that Abby had called him that day and asked, to get a ride to another location he then took abby and dropped her off there and he claims not to know what happened to her after that i guess he's been cleared because police have declined to say where that location was and they haven't looked into him okay so they passed that yeah i'm sure they have something that cleared yeah. him yeah so, according to Captain Terry Parker of the Lumberton Police Department, they are still actively investigating Abby's disappearance, and they track down every lead. In July of 2018, a massive search was performed in a pond off Alamac Road, and according to locals, investigators spent several days in that area. They were dredging up the, the pond, and they had um, cadaver dogs out there. Okay. Unfortunately, they were unable to locate Abby. Hmm. According to Lumberton police officials, investigators continue conducting interviews along with additional searches. Lumberton police department and the fbi have both been actively involved in abby's disappearance and in july of 2019 she was added to the fbi's most wanted list for kidnapped and missing persons oh wow okay yeah um and we'll touch base on why that happened so fast in just a moment um okay. so just keep that in your back pocket okay on september 28th of 2019 Samantha, her mother, organized a door-to-door canvas on Al Alamac Road in search of Abby. They passed out about 250 of Abby's missing flyers and about 20 volunteers showed up to help. Samantha refuses to give up searching for Abby. She said she cannot simply move on until her daughter is found. Yeah. In an interview, she said, quote, you're at a standstill and it's a living nightmare. 
No mother should have to endure not knowing where her child is. We need our sweet Abby back. Our world has been turned upside down. It has been a horrific nightmare that we can't wake up from. That makes me so sad. I know. Samantha vows to keep Abby's name in the public eye. Um, And reportedly, there have been a few sightings of Abby in the Lumberton area. But Samantha says she does not believe that Abby would voluntarily leave. Yeah. And cut off contact with her family. So she's not convinced that that was Abby and the leads. I mean, the sightings led nowhere. I mean, police investigate it and they didn't get anything out of it. And as we always say, the family knows. Yep. Yep. So pull that little, that little crumble cookie out of your back pocket. (laughs) And this is why I believe the FBI got, got involved so quickly. In the months leading up to Abby's disappearance, the bodies of three women had been discovered in Lumberton, North Carolina. Oh, my gosh. Rhonda Jones was found in a trash can in East Lumberton on April 18th of 2017. That same day, the body of Christina Kristen Bennett was found in the same area. But she was found inside an abandoned house, and she had been stuffed inside a television cabinet. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that abandoned house was on Peachtree Street. And I, I, when I was reading the the article about this part of it, um, there was a quote from one of Kristen's friends. Mm-hmm. Um, or, excuse me, Rhonda's friends. And her name was Megan Oxendine. And she was talking about how, like, it, she was so upset and it was so tragic that this happened to her friend. And, like, you know, giving her condolences to her family and just, right. you know, saying how upset it made her. Well, the third body that they found was Megan <gasps> Oxendine's. What? Yeah. And she was found less than 500 feet from the abandoned house on Peachtree Street. Oh, my God. Yeah. And she was uh, about six and a half weeks later on June 3rd, 2017. So this all happened like boom, boom, wow. boom, back to back to back. Okay. Yeah. I mean, one of two of them happened on the same freaking day. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So all three women were found nude with drugs in their system, but police have not been able to officially uh, rule out foul play due to the conditions of their bodies because. Yeah. You know, it's the summer, and their bodies had been found um, well into their decomposing Well, and stages. also, like, inside of a TV cabinet, like, I don't know. that Not the best conditions for a body. Yeah. In a trash can. Yeah. So, despite the close timeline to Abby's disappearance, police say they don't believe that her case is related to the deaths of the other three women. And they claim that there are very few similarities. For example, one of the similarities of the three women is that they are rumored to be sex workers, or as the police put it, women of the street. Okay. I hate that. (laughs) It's like, okay, like, just say, if they're sex workers, say they're sex workers. Like, women of the street. Like, this is not the 20s or something. Anyway... 
Um, Abby, unfortunately, is one of 20 missing people being searched for by the Lumberton Police Department. Wow. I mean, that sounds like a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder how many of them are, like, women slash similar to Abby. Yeah. I don't know. Abby's case is ongoing, as I mentioned before, and the FBI made a statement um, back in, I think it was 2021, um, or maybe, no, 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 it was 2022, September of 2022, saying that they have promising leads and they believe they may know who she was with before she disappeared. Okay. But they are still asking for the public's help. Um, And, of course, her mother, Samantha, is also asking for any tips, no matter how small you think they are. According to an interview she did with ABC News, Samantha said, quote, Abby's smile lit up every room, but the room went dark for our family on September 5th, 2017. Every day our mind and hearts question where and why this has happened to our sweet Abby. I can only pray that our grief, desperation, prayers, and hope to find Abby will outweigh the evil that has left us with the unknown for, at that point, four horrific years. Right. Abby is loved by so many, some that don't even know her. God will prevail and give us the answers we need to bring her back home to us. I am her voice, and I will keep screaming her name. I will never give up. Please share Abby's beautiful face. It has been too long. Please join the Find Abby Facebook page and keep sharing. Thank you for all your continuous love, support, and prayers. And I, of course, will link the Facebook page in the show notes. And I actually did try to um, reach out to Samantha through her Facebook page just to see if she had any um, anything she wanted to add or share. But she hasn't gotten back to me yet. <laughs> and no pressure, too, if, if she doesn't want to. That's completely yeah. fine. That's her prerogative. But, uh, you know, in, in these kind of cases sometimes, and to hear how involved she is in the searches and stuff, sometimes it's nice to hear from the families and you know get their point of view on some things that maybe the media isn't sharing right you know yeah you never know there yeah i mean it's so hard to get things just from like news articles especially in cases like this that don't have like a conclusive ending mm-hmm. or we might not know all the facts because it's like media will only write what they want to write and like yes they try to put a lot right. of the facts in there but that doesn't always cover everything so it's kind of like you know it's yeah it's always interesting to hear from them. Yeah. It was really hard finding uh, a lot of information on this case because a lot of the articles had the, they reported the exact same information just over and over and over again, like every year since she went missing. Right. Um, But I still wanted to share this case because like I said, I am in this state right over from North Carolina and I've never heard of this, this girl's name. Right. And same as Madalena, I had never heard of her case either. So that is why I wanted to share both of these cases today. Um, because there's a chance if I haven't heard about it, you guys haven't either. Yeah. And, you know, sharing their missing flyers, um, sharing their name, their Facebook pages, all that stuff helps lead to them being found. Yeah. No always. matter how small you think it is. And we've so. said this a million times, but you just never know what sharing their missing poster might do exactly so abby is a white female and at the time of her disappearance was five foot seven inches tall and weighed around 140 pounds 
She has brown hair and eyes, and she was last seen wearing brown shorts and a white top. Abby has a dark colored birthmark on the back of her right thigh, and she has a tattoo of three blackbirds on the back of her right shoulder. If you have any information about Abby, please contact the FBI in Charlotte at 704-672-6100, or you can reach out to the Lumberton Police Department at 910-671-3845. There is currently a $10,000 reward being offered for information leading to the recovery of Abby. And that's a lot of information, and like, or that's a lot of information. It's a lot of money. And you never know, like one little thing you might say. Could be it. Could be it. And it yeah. might not even be something that you think is important. But if you know anything about this, yeah, you should share. I definitely think there's more than one person that knows what happened to Abby and where she is. Yeah. So just stand up and do the right thing. Yeah. But that is all I have for you guys today. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope y'all have a good weekend. And until Monday, keep it human. Bye, guys.